Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, beautiful creators. Welcome back to the podcast. I know that the title probably drew you in. It might have even been a little <laughs> a little shocking or um, curious, or maybe even some of you thought to yourself, yeah, exactly. So I've been really seeing this with a lot of people. I felt like I wanted to make a sort of public service announcement. It is time to stop doing shadow work for many of you. You are no longer in this phase, and I want to help you get out of it and figure out what's next. So that's what we're going to be diving into today, because there is really life beyond shadow work. I promise you. So I want to introduce what the natural occurrence of shadow work really is. And by the way, I, of course, have one of my kitties here on my lap. So you probably hear her amazing, sweet little purr. Um, but yes, she's in my lap. So I want to explain what shadow work is. It is such a natural occurrence. I think, you know, there's sort of a public discourse around shadow work that we dive into it. And if we're spiritual, we're just constantly going into shadow work because we don't want to bypass anything. And it's, it's just honestly, um, it's a misunderstanding of the way that this whole process works. Shadow work is super, is a very natural process. I almost said supernatural, (laughs) which it is. It is a very natural process. It occurs all by itself. It's an automatic mechanism. If we are being present, shadow work is going to happen automatically. And presence is really the key to our awakening in general. So here's how it works. And I'm also going to explain why so many of us feel like shadow work needs to be continuous when it really doesn't. So we go through this awakening. And for a lot of us, this initial part of our awakening is really, it can be very profound. And it can feel like everything in our life is shifting. And that's often the reason that so many people get stuck in shadow work, caught up in shadow work. Because we go from a comp- one completely different life to this awakened, open life, and we then think shadow work is a continuous part of this new life. But shadow work is actually the direct result of our expansion. When we expand, any currency, any frequency that is not... Um, harmonious with what we've expanded into is going to become very apparent to us. So if we expand and we um, are suddenly seeing and perceiving and existing within new frequencies, all of the frequencies that we've been existing in that don't match with the current frequency that we're in, they're going to become painful. They're going to become loud. 
They're going to become very apparent to us. An example for me was when I went through my initial awakening and I started seeing things and perceiving things on a different level of reality, a new level of reality. There were pretty much everyone in my life (laughs) didn't match with that new that I was moving into. They weren't vibrating there. They weren't awakened to it. And that's totally fine. It's, It's very neutral. At the time, it didn't feel neutral. It felt really uncomfortable. But now I see it as very neutral. It's just not the same. And so I had to go through a lot of cleansing. I had to release. I I had a lot of attachment. I had to let it go. There were a lot of patterns within myself, a lot of programs that I was living by. I was actually a very angry person. Um, And I didn't even realize it before my awakening. I had a lot of anger. I had a lot of pain, a lot of judgment, a lot of distrust. And once I went through my awakening, that slowly started to move out of my energy field because it could not stay there with the frequencies that I was now living in. So every time we go through an expansion, shadows come up. Shadows, if we look at it in terms of what it looks like on the physical level, a shadow is anything that stands in between the light source and you know, the projection from that light source that casts a shadow. So we've got these debris, these pain bodies within us, and we are light. And so where is a shadow being cast? Where are we blocking that expanded light? That's really what shadow work is. And we want to be so good at this. And we want to, you know, dot all of our I's and cross all of our T's. And we want to say, I'm doing the spiritual thing. And so some of us don't let anything go unnoticed. Oh, time to do some shadow work. I messed up there. When really we can just move forward and we can just be present. So we go through many different expansions in our awakening process. I've gone through what I would call two very big awakening moments where I have gone through a big expansion. One was very recently. And then the initial one was my, my awakening back in 2012, when it really, <laughs> it was not subtle at all. It was very big. So these big expansion points, when we go through them, new things are going to be brought to the surface for us to sift through and look at and say, that's blocking more light coming through. That is a shadow. That is a pain body that's stuck within that's time to clear it. Now, shadow work needs to end because if we reach a certain threshold within our um, expansion, within our operating system, when we have cleared the shadows and we reach our presence, our ability to really hold presence, which is often called our zero point. Zero point is pure presence and we learn to stabilize that. It's Our process then becomes more of learning to stabilize that pure presence and less a process of trying to fix things or heal things or cure things. Because when we're in that mode, we're problem solving and problem solving is dredging up things again. It's recycling things again. Instead of practicing maintaining that present moment awareness in all of life. 
So we want to start playing with presence. And that's our new um, sort of goal, our new project. That's what we're really working on. Once we've awakened to the ability to be in that presence, once we reach zero point, even just for a moment, that's when we really can start to say, okay, now I'm allowing myself to anchor in to the knowing of present moment awareness and operate that in that as I move through my world. And again, we're going to go through moments of deep expansion, big expansion where, again, we reach a new realm. We expand into the capacity to perceive a new realm of vibratory, vibratory frequencies and that, you know, a lot of times we say fifth dimensional consciousness, sixth dimensional consciousness, and we are sort of like an egg or, you know, I like to compare it a lot of times to Russian nesting dolls where we are capable of reaching that new realm and expanding into the next layer of, you know, our Russian nesting doll, uh, which is really our consciousness. And when we expand, again, we're going to meet with parts of ourselves that cannot exist in that new frequency. But here's the beauty. If we have practiced throughout our expansion, being in present moment and not looking for the shadows, but letting them naturally arise and then even holding our shadows in presence, because that's real shadow work. We just exist in presence with the shadow. And sometimes it's going to require action and sometimes it's going to require cleansing and crying and, you know, we might have to create some balance in our life, which might mean we swing way the other direction so that we can create that balance. But once we go through all of that big swinging, we do inherently learn how to hold presence. And if we have practiced holding presence throughout our awakening then when we expand into these new realms, we actually don't do shadow work. We just hold it in presence. (laughs) It's bringing so much joy through that it's making me want to laugh. We hold it in a lot of presence. And when we do that, we become ecstatic, even in transmuting some of these denser energies within us. And it's so powerful, you guys. It's so profound. It's such a joyful process. So if we do not enter the realms of play and we stay stuck in shadow work, we get caught in a really miserable limbo because our soul is calling on us to expand and expansion in this next realm. I've been told that the sixth dimension is pure play, right? So the the fifth dimension is all about heaven and love And when we enter six-dimensional consciousness, we start to dive into the realms of pure play. And this is really the realms of, you know, I compare it to the Doctor Strange movies. We're going into play beyond what we may have believed possible. We will experience and see many other people experiencing different things like um, levitation, Um, things that move beyond the physical body, Uh, by location, being able to jump timelines, being able to be conscious in multiple timelines. We really get to play on a new level 
It is powerful. There have been just glimpses of it that I've received. And I've been told this is really the realm that I'm moving into. And play doesn't just mean, of course, those, uh, you know, powerful Dr. Strange sort of realms um, movements. Play also means very much here in the physical, what we tend to think of when we think of play is dancing, singing, letting ourselves be joyful, hugging friends, all of those things that we maybe think are quite simple that we did as children. Hopefully we were able to do those as children. Those are the things that reemerge and they come back because that is part of our ecstatic nature. And our ecstatic nature is pure presence. So you can start to see how all of this weaves together. Pure presence is ecstatic and it is play. All of these things are the same frequency. And so when we practice that deep level of presence, we become ecstatic, we become playful, we become joyful, and we start to allow ourselves to move in this very harmonic um, wave where every moment is channeled, where everything is channeled. And, you know, I can feel this in a personal way. I'm, I'm beginning to enter these realms. I am beginning to channel in all moments. It's very powerful and it's very joyful. But again, we tend to um, stop ourselves from doing that because we don't want to spiritually bypass. So let's talk about the difference between spiritual bypassing and going into these frequencies where we're not doing, (laughs) where we're not caught up in shadow work all the time. We are spiritually bypassing when we are ignoring something because we don't want to deal with the pain of it. That's very different from being deeply present and inherently finding the joy in the present moment. So you can feel the difference. I'm going to repeat that. Spiritual bypassing is trying to ignore something, trying to push something away because we are afraid of the pain that it might bring. And so we pretend we act like we're happy. We pretend like we're okay. We let our ego get involved and we pretend that we've got all our shit together. We don't need to have all of our shit together when we're in these ecstatic realms. We don't deal with perfectionism in the ecstatic realms. In fact, perfectionism is the opposite of play. Control is the opposite of play. When we're playing, we're not engaging the mind so much and we're not saying, oh, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. And we don't dwell on it because we're living in pure presence. Okay. So this is really, again, I say this almost all the time in every podcast. If you've ever listened to me ever before, I say this all the time. It is the experience of it that will teach you what it means. And so right now, if you haven't had the experience of it, Start practicing being in the present moment because it might sound like it's inaccessible. It might sound like it's so far out of reach, but when you have the experience, aha, that's what she meant. Okay. So we, when we're spiritual bypassing, we're avoiding something that's different than if we're being in pure presence and we are discovering the inherent joy that exists in the present moment. And it always exists in the present moment. 
when we can go into, sometimes I call it hyper-presence because a lot of people don't understand the depth that pure presence can go into. So if we need to think of it as hyper-presence, it's a quantum moment where we experience being the all that is. And we feel so much joy, it's overwhelming. It's ecstatic. That is very different than avoiding something. That is very different than trying to look like we've got all our shit together for the benefit of others when we're hurting inside and we don't want to look at it. So we honestly, in ecstatic realms, we let ourselves be messy. We let ourselves be imperfect because we don't see it that way. We see it as this is a present moment. And there there might be moments where we move out of present moment and We do feel embarrassed or we do feel like, oh, you know, why am I not doing it the way that I know I can? Or, you know, I had a big moment of that a couple months ago where I was just feeling so down on myself. This does happen, but we can practice again, moving into the present moment, being in the present moment. And then all of that falls away and we start to deeply love ourselves because in the present moment, that's all that exists is this deep love, this unconditional love for ourselves and for all of everything, everything in existence. So hopefully that helps you to understand that we're not spiritually bypassing when we are going into these realms where we're playing instead of continuously digging up the old bones. We don't need to do that. We do the shadow work. It comes up naturally. It inherently comes up as we expand. And as it does, we hold it in presence. And then sometimes we're called to action. Sometimes we need to do deep healing work. And really, healing is just bringing balance. That's all it is. And then we have to move into play. Because like I said, if we do our shadow work and we don't move into play, it is really uncomfortable limbo (laughs) and we start to get confused and we start to get a backlog of desires that we're not letting ourselves fulfill. We're not letting ourselves move forward in. So we have to start playing. And how do we play? I remember when I reached this threshold and, you know, I am finishing this book on play called ecstatic playground and I reached this threshold where you know I was in the perfectionism and I was like why am I writing this book I don't even understand it I'm not even playing I don't know how to play and it was very confusing it was a funny assignment for me to receive because I'm really good at play (laughs) but it showed me on a very personal level how easy it is to get into these places of, I don't know how to play. I feel like I need to fix myself and on and on. So I was in that space and I was asking, how do I play? And I really started seeing through myself and other people who I was channeling for, what stops us? What stops us from play? It's confusing. We tend to stop ourselves from playing because we think we need to be perfect and we think we need to do it in a specific way. And we think that playing is going to be showing off in front of other people who are miserable. And we want to bring ourselves down to that place of misery with them because we want to not look like these big, beautiful, shining stars that we are. 
because it can kind of be uncomfortable for other people to see if they are also stopping themselves from play. So how do we play? One step at a time. We start to allow ourselves to follow whatever feels good. It is that simple. What feels good right now? Follow that. See where it leads you. What feels good right now? Follow that. See where it leads you. Oh, something came up. It feels uncomfortable. We're not going to dive into shadow work. We're going to be in presence with it. And then we're going to find what brings us joy now, and we're going to follow that. (laughs) And little by little, we start to change our entire biochemistry, our entire energy field. Everything about us shifts to being able to hold this new frequency where play feels natural again. Because it is natural. It's who we are. It's who we are on the most basic frequency level. It's what we were born into. We are ecstatic beings. We are meant to play. So a little bit of a short podcast. I hope that this brings you so much joy and reminds you of your true nature. I want to let you know that I have some big announcements coming up soon. So I would love if you would jump into my newsletter. You can do that on my website Uh, The first page of my website, right there on the home screen, alisonholly.com. And if you sign up for the newsletter, you will receive my download, uh, the ebook called I Am a Channel. You'll also receive a heart-centering meditation and a few other gifts on there that I actually can't remember which I've given. (laughs) But there, I believe, are four different gifts that you receive when you sign up. And there are so many other things that I'm really excited to announce. My channeling course will be coming back. I'll be offering that again in January if you would like to be a part of that. I have some special deals and gifts for you. So contact me. You can send me an email or you can get on the email list and I'll make sure that all of that gets announced. And stay tuned for the next episode because that's where one of my dear friends and co-collaborators is going to be joining me, Helia, and we are going to be talking about some really cool things. Also, you can join my Facebook group. I do go live every Monday and I channel the energetic frequencies of the collective for that week. And I also choose one person who's tuning in live and I channel an answer for whatever question that person has. So all of the links for everything I just shared with you are in the description box, the show notes for this podcast. I love you all. Let's beam our light. Let's be playful. Let's be ecstatic. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Goodbye. 